Hey everyone, welcome to I Am Radio with Richie Ray. I am Andy Garcia, your host for today. And what we're going to talk about today is a 5,000 year old Indian scripture, the Bhagavad Gita. I will be giving you the Gita Insider on demand here on I Am Radio with Richie Ray. So let's begin. Krishna explains happiness and distress are like appearance and disappearance of winter and summer. One must learn to tolerate them without being disturbed. And he claims that the person who is not disturbed and remains the same by happiness and distress is certainly eligible for liberation of this material world, which is this person is eligible to leave the whole process of birth, death, and rebirth. And, well, Krishna explains, quote, You have a right to perform your prescribed duty, but you are not entitled to the fruits of action. Never consider yourself the cause of the results of your activities, and never be attached to not doing your duty. Perform your duty in balance, abandoning all attachment to success or failure. Such calmness is called yoga. Keep all abominable activities far distant by devotional service. And in that consciousness, surrender unto the Lord. Those who want to enjoy the fruits of their work are misers. End of quote. So Krishna here explains, this world is not purely made for our personal pleasure. And actually, we're part of a much greater picture, a much greater form of existence that we currently know as God. The plane of existence where we currently reside, we are here solely to satisfy the desires of God and accept all kinds of opulence for the service of God. So that state of action, that service to God, is called yoga. And uh, Krishna goes on to say, quote, A man engaged in devotional service rids himself of both good and bad reactions, even in this lifetime. Therefore, strive for yoga, which is the art of all work. By thus engaging in devotional service to the Lord, great sages or devotees free themselves from the results of work in this material world. In this way, they become free from the cycle of birth and death and attain the state beyond all miseries by going back to Godhead. End of quote. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Your way back to God is through yoga. So really what Krishna is saying here is that it is God's plan that Arjuna's family members be killed in the battle for reasons that are way beyond Arjuna. And Arjuna is solely an instrument for God to carry out God's plan. And with that, making his way back to, to the Supreme. Making his way back to God for allowing himself to follow God's plan. So that's how you break on through through the other side, really. By following God's plan. And Krishna goes on to describe transcendental consciousness, which rises with yoga. Quote, When a man gives up all varieties of desire for sense gratification, 
which arise from mental concoction, and when his mind thus purified finds satisfaction in the self alone, then he is said to be pure transcendental consciousness. One who is not disturbed in the mind, even amidst the threefold miseries, or elevated when there is happiness, and who is free from attachment, fear, and anger, is called a sage of steady mind. A person free from all attachment and aversion, and able to control his senses through regulative principles of freedom, can obtain the complete mercy of the Lord. End of quote. So, ladies and gentlemen, control your emotions and you will be getting the grace of God is pretty much what Krishna is saying here. Krishna goes on to explain uh, the reason for no peace in this world and in our minds is because we don't have God. We're not connected to God. Quote, One who is not connected with the Supreme can have neither transcendental intelligence nor a steady mind, without which there is no possibility of peace. And how can there be any happiness without peace? End of quote. The reason for all evils and confusion in this world is simply ignorance that stems from not having God in your heart, is what Krishna is saying here. So, for those of you who have practiced yoga stretches or implemented yoga to your daily routine, Know that yoga comes from these ancient Eastern teachings, philosophies, and really serves as a pillar. You know, the whole stretching part. Yoga was never meant to be separate from these teachings. Although yoga is great for flexibility, if you are familiar with the Gita, then you should be. The science of yoga simulates the mind to connect us to the supreme intelligence of God. So, uh, Western modern-day science of yoga, which is like stretching, science of stretching, really, currently shows how tremendous of a positive effect it has on human anatomy, physical body, and human psychology. So, it's pretty safe to say, in my opinion, that the Eastern science of yoga will leave you superhuman, you know, because the science of yoga is transcendental intelligence. And Krishna is here to help Arjuna see life as it is. The Bhagavad Gita is Sanskrit for Song of God. Lord Krishna is known in Hindu scriptures as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, which would be the closest thing to God in physical material form, because God is non-material, non-physical, the closest thing to God in this world is our state of mindset, our personality, our preset, our intelligence. To make sense of this generally, this is equivalent to how Christianity describes Jesus as the Son of God and the closest thing to God in human form. The same way people name their kids Jesus in, in the West, People in India named their kids Krishna after Krishna. Uh, but how Krishnas refer to God as the only form of intelligence in this world to act without hidden motive, Krishna states that we too have that ability to act without hidden motive. The reason we don't is purely out of ignorance. 
We don't know any better. So that's why God comes in the form of Krishna, like God in the form of Jesus, to show us God's way and free us from ignorance. Because that's the state in which we're born in. That, my friends, is a good way to end this episode. So ponder, reflect, and we'll see you in the next time on I Am Radio with Richie Ray. That's one small step for man. One giant leap for mankind. That's one small step for man.